This week on Young Nostalgia, we talk about the new conspiracy theories coming out. Not necessarily new, but Elvis is still in the toilet and Finland isn't actually there. Let's take a look. Welcome back to Young Nostalgia. I'm Nolan. As always, Ben is beside me. Thank you so much for joining us as we take a new facelift on Young Nostalgia. We have actually had one of the most smooth amateur podcast transitions we have ever done in podcasting history. We chose a brand new host, switched everything over, and I did it all by myself without... Without me. Yeah, I know. I was about to say without losing my chest hair, but that could have just gotten weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what the I'm not really sure what the end goal of that statement was. Like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, right. But everything has gone smoothly so far. We switched to Anchor, and uh, you can find us on anchor.fm on the web. You'll find our public website there along with all of our previous episodes of Young Nostalgia. You can enjoy in full HD 4K audio for free on Anchor. We also trimmed up our uh, Gmail account. You can now email all of your listener questions and feedback to Young Nostalgia Pod. That's Young Nostalgia Pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. We'll be answering everything there. We kind of wanted to trim it up because 2017 was so two years ago, and we're a much better podcast today can we, than we were before. Can so, we take a second to call out the jerks who have already taken Young Nostalgia at Gmail as well as Young Nostalgia Podcast? At gmail.com. I was talking about now, did somebody come up with the idea of this podcast before we did? Because that's kind of crazy. Well, I, we were so upset. And I almost thought that we created those accounts but then forgot our security questions. So we were just like, screw it. We, let's just put 2017 at the end of it and call it a day. <laughs> but you, you know, I, I, I kind of I thought about that a little bit as well, especially when you texted me about it last week. Um, but I do. I distinctly remember us being bummed when we, before we even ever started recording, we were setting all this up and I think we encountered that same issue. And I think we were just mind boggled that, you know, someone out there already has young nostalgia or more specifically young nostalgia podcast at gmail.com. Like what the heck are you doing guy? I was almost, I had an email drafted up to Google being like, this is why we need this email and you need to kick the other person off. Because I'm sure if you have Young Nostalgia Podcast as your Gmail account, you wouldn't be applying to the FBI with that account. So, yeah. Is I it really for used for anything important? Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I love it. So we've updated all of our platforms. You can find all of our contact information on Facebook, Twitter, um, and anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts. We're out there on Anchor now. Um, So we're kind of doing a new facelift of the show. We have a brand new intro music, transition music, which I'm sure you will be annoyed at hearing at least 15 times a show. We'll probably just play it uh, randomly, and um, we'll never know when the transition actually comes. Yeah. So it's going to become a rolling joke, so and I hope pretty much, pretty much whenever you get tired of whatever I'm talking about, you know, you could just slap that transmi- transition music button, and it's like, oh, darn, we got to move on. Right. It's just like <laughs> Drew Carey on Whose Line Is It Anyway? <laughs> well, if I just want Ben to shut up, I'll just hit the bzzz or, like, the transition music <laughs> that is awkwardly seven seconds long, so he could just talk over it. <laughs> it's not just, like, a two-second long transition, so he can't just end it, but oh, well. Yeah. Well, you got to give me time to wrap it up. 
Right. <laughs> so what we're trying to do, we're trying to get that feel of a morning show on your drive to work where we kind of get um, small little teasers uh, in there throughout the show as well as transition music into different portions of the show so it's not just one long monologue of Ben and I droning on for you to get bored at, which right. uh, all those hefty 30-some listeners out there, I guess if they're still with us, they're not bored yet. So maybe this will, maybe this is their final straw where it's like, I hated it when they were so bad. Well, no, I liked it when they were so bad, and now they're kind of good, and unsubscribe. <laughs> Boy, I hope that doesn't happen. I feel like that would be a, a very unique individual who, you know, decides to unsubscribe from us for bettering the show. Right. And serious, though, you know, if you give us a subscribe and uh, email us at youngnostalgiapod at gmail.com, I will send you a Milwaukee's Best. Maybe not cold but a Milwaukee's best as a thank you for joining Young Nostalgia. Yeah, and yeah, be careful when you open it because it's probably going to be super shaken up. I didn't say it was going to be full. Oh, you're right. I'm just going to take a couple sips and then <laughs> seal it with Gorilla Tape and send it. <laughs> Even better, it's probably going to be growing stuff by the time it gets there. <laughs> growing stuff. It's just going to be a science experiment. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. We thought one of the best episodes to come back full swing with Young Nostalgia would be conspiracy theories and telling you why they're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to kick it off with Elvis Presley is actually still alive, uh, rounding it out with Finland doesn't exist. Those are our two main conspiracy theories. And at the end, we'll do a quick fire of a few more conspiracy theories that kind of makes us wince and shake our heads. Uh, But obviously... This is a very uh, opinionated show, as it has in the past, but by no means do you take our opinions to heart, because you can feel any way you want, and if you have uh, a bone to pick with us based on what we say, email us at youngnostalgiapod at gmail.com, and we probably will just delete it. <laughs> but without further ado, let's get into the show. <laughs> All right, so our first topic is Elvis is actually still alive. So I've been kind of taking the reins on this one, but Ben, do you want to jump in with how uh, Elvis actually didn't poop his heart out? <laughs> well, uh, the, the the whole basis of this theory is that um, not only did Elvis not actually die, but it's that uh, he went a little bit farther and actually went into hiding. Uh, this, this whole idea was popularized by Gail Brewer Giorgio, um, as well as other authors. Um, and the whole, the whole premise of this is mostly based on just alleged sightings over the years. Um, one of the earliest known alleged sightings was at the Memphis International Airport, where a man resembling Presley, uh, gave the name John Burroughs, which was the same name that, uh, Elvis used relatively frequently when actually booking hotels. So, I mean, that, that is, that is kind of a weird coincidence, but you know, the, with the amount of like Elvis impersonators out there, (laughs) right. You know, I mean, it's kind of their job to look (laughs) and act like Elvis. So like, yeah, it is kind of a weird coincidence, but it doesn't really seem out of the question to me. I know. 
I think it's kind of crazy. I mean, you know, this person is completely buying into the persona of Elvis Presley. <laughs> right. You know, even if even if it isn't like, you know, I brought up uh, impersonator is more of just an example. Like, you know, that's they that is their livelihood is a they got to know and know him and look like him. But they, they got to know everything about him, too. And that's a pretty known pretty known fact that he went by John Burroughs a lot. And so I don't know. It could be just a guy that commonly gets commented on, hey, you know, you kind of resemble Elvis Presley. And then, oh, you know, you start going by John Burroughs just for giggles, you know. Right. Or either that or uh, when he was born, his parents were like, man, he looks like Elvis and just named him John Burroughs (laughs) right off the bat. (laughs) And, you know, he was just destined to be an Elvis impersonator. (laughs) Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like. Uh, there are a few more, uh, you know, supposed sightings that, you know, we have to talk about here in a minute or so. But just in general, I feel like that's kind of, it's not really that hard hitting of evidence to me anyway. Right. But. Uh, no, I'm totally with you. Kind of going forward after that, <laughs> going forward after that, uh, there was also a series of alleged sightings uh, in and around Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, within the late 1980s. Uh, and, of course, such reports encountered much public ridicule um, and became the basis for many, many uh, humorous publications. So I think, you know, those people, they were pretty tore up, too, about it. Well, I'm pretty sure they got confused if it was either Elvis Presley or Bigfoot with <laughs> with a guitar. <laughs> either you know at, at this point in history I, I feel like either one would be just as notable <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> elvis presley elvis presley is bigfoot <laughs> you know what let's oh start God. that right now we're gonna start a young nostalgia conspiracy right here we're gonna put that out all over the internet yes what's the hashtag hashtag elvis is bigfoot <laughs> basic no that's too that's not <laughs> does that make too much sense <laughs> yeah um bigfoot is in the building or is that too dumb you have to read too far into that one yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know I, that that could be a real thing elvis just de-evolved de-evolved <laughs> de-evolved <laughs> what are we talking pokey we're talking pokemon now you just press b when they're trying to evolve <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh all right in california many people believed that they saw presley at the california's legoland amusement park shortly after opening in 1999 (laughs) uh truth came out that it was actually a six-year-old boy that actually built a life-sized image of Elvis Presley. No, I actually just made that up. But it was later revealed that Elvis impersonators were hired as an attraction to commemorate the famous singer <laughs> at the park. So this even proves that people are like, oh my God, it must be Elvis. Like, what? I mean, Ben, if I told you that you look like Rick Moranis, am I going to be like, hey, how was it with performing in Mel Brooks and Spaceballs? Like, no. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to know that you're not Rick Moranis. <laughs> Yeah, how do you just, I don't know, what? under what circumstances do you see someone who looks like Elvis and you just 
you just assume that's what it is. That's who it is. Right. You know, like, I just I don't. don't get it. And you know what? <laughs> Look, unless I am very mistaken, like, I never, I have not remembered anything about reading that Elvis Presley was a huge Lego fan. Why on earth would he be, what, what would he be doing at the Legoland amusement park? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I love Legos and I would be there in a heartbeat, but. Right. You know, like, really, you know, Elvis has, you know, all the stuff he had going on in his life, all the opportunities he has to be doing other things at the time. And you really think he's going to be just hanging out at the Legoland park? Right. And I feel like if he faked his death, he wouldn't even be out there anymore. I feel like he would just bring Legoland to himself. Like, he's like, heck no, man, I ain't going nowhere. Right. You you pack me up Legos and you bring me them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Elvis doesn't have to oh, go anywhere. Anything comes to him. I think, I think I'm going to become an Elvis impersonator, and my act, my um, my gig, my band. It's going to be called Could Be Elvis? Question <laughs> mark. I'll be live in a town near you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that and uh, all you'd have to do is call it that, and then people would just be like, "Oh my God, there's another sighting of Elvis. He must not be dead." I know, <laughs> right? Right. It'll be all over Instagram, yeah. YouTube Live, everything. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It, this is one of the ones that just, I don't get. I just don't get it. I don't know. It's got to stem from like, people there's nothing just. Else, go ahead. There's nothing else to prove that it possibly could be him. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like, oh my God. Like the way he sweats is exactly like Elvis. I was like, what? No. <laughs> Nobody goes that far. They're just like, oh, it must be Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I just Jeez, I, how I, I just feel like you have to be such a hardcore, insane fan to be that much in denial that he's actually dead. I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, let's oh, move geez. us move us on a little bit. Uh. Presley was rumored to have appeared in the background of an airport scene in the 1990 <laughs> film Home Alone. This is probably one of the best things I've ever read. It was alleged that a bearded man wearing a turtleneck and a sports jacket could have been, um, and and he was seen over the left shoulder of Catherine O'Hara's character, which was um, the uh, main character's mom, uh, while she was arguing with an airline employee on why they need a flight back to uh, to their son. Uh, so paranormal, like, look at this, a paranormal researcher hopped on board. A paranormal researcher, Ben Radford, uh, responded to Elvis citing believers, uh, quoting hash, uh, sorry, not quote, quoting, not hashtag, uh, quote, why fake your death and then turn up as an extra in a popular movie? How could the cast and the crew have failed to notice the presence of one of the most famous figures in the world? I mean, thank you, Radford, for pointing out the yeah, obvious. Because if that was quote wasn't in there, I was going to say the exact yeah. same thing. <laughs> right, right. I should have left it out so that w- that could have been our original content instead of straight from Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, well. <clears throat> We're not as smart as you think. <laughs> Radford was later challenged to find the actor and prove it wasn't him. So somebody called Radford out and was like, find some proof. But nobody ever you know, tried to find proof back in the 80s. They just assumed that it was. Uh, he stated that <laughs> this is the best response ever. <laughs> Radford stated he explained that the burden of proof was on the person making the claim. I love it. He's not wrong. Uh, no, he's not at all. He's actually spot on. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
if I was trying to fake my death, and obviously you do it for a reason to just, you know, you just bounce. Everything you were and knew, everybody you knew is just done. You're you're going to leave and start a new life. Why on earth would you put yourself back into a situation where someone would recognize you? Right. Just I, like that whole thing where Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney is dead. Right. Well, I'm not sure where you're going with it. Like, oh, sorry. Well, like you know, Paul McCartney is such a pu- public figure. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, that's such Why an impossible thing to fake, too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And sorry. It, I guess I kind of derailed you, didn't I? No, no, no. I was just a little bit confused because it's like, well, this is a conspiracy theory about, <laughs> you know, Elvis not being dead, and then the other conspiracy theory is about Paul McCartney actually being dead. Oh, okay. I see it. My bad. My no, bad. I, I understand where you're going with it now, but I was just looking at it, you know, on the surface. I'm like, wait, what? That is 100% opposite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, th- there is one thing I wanted to add. Only if everyone could say it's the burden of proof for the person making the claim. Can you imagine how many less conspiracy theories we'd have out there? Uh, yeah, we'd have exactly zero. <laughs> precisely zero of them precisely <laughs> oh my god i love it all right i'll finish up this bullet point then you can take the last part of this got it. um kenny biddle investigated and found that the man to be gary richard grot who died of a heart attack back from february february 2016 so grot was the actual uh extra in home alone that appeared to be elvis presley biddle located grot's son roman who actually explained that his father was indeed the extra in the airport scene of home alone biddle was actually friends with the director of the film and appeared in many of the director's films as well so not just home alone so they were good friends and due to being good friends and knowing knowing each other pretty well, uh, Biddle was actually cast in many of his movies. But only Home Alone does it come out that he kind of looks like Elvis Presley. Right. But, hmm. but you know, you know he, he did uh, die of a heart attack, and supposedly so did Elvis. Coincidence? I that's think true. not. I know. Somebody <laughs> came out and be like, look, it's actually Elvis. And so then Elvis decided to die again. Right. <laughs> uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> we cracked the case yeah right <laughs> uh, bill bixby who co-starred with uh presley in movies hosted two two television specials investigating the conspiracy the elvis files in 1991 and the elvis conspiracy in 1992 um <clears throat> The conspiracy was also featured in a 1990 Amiga <laughs> Amiga OS and DOS <laughs> video game. Uh, <laughs> quality. Right. L- less manly in search for the king. It's Right. That wow, that is an odd that is I did not know that. That is such an oddball thing to be associated with Elvis Presley conspiracy. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like yeah. a full game based around it. And apparently <laughs> you're the lead character and you're on this search for Elvis Presley. And if you find him, you get $1 million. And you can just download this game off the internet and play it right now. Oh, really? Like they've remastered it so then you can kind of like play it on newer consoles. It's hilarious. <laughs> I think that's so funny. I mean, I kind of want to, you know. Yeah. That. You know what I'm wondering here is why aren't there more conspiracy theory video games out there? I feel like that would open up an entire like new market for video games, which I think is getting a little oh bit burnt out at the time right now, which is a whole other topic. I agree with you. 
you know what would be so funny? So you know uh, that um, NES game, uh, or SNES, it might be SNES, the SNES game of uh, E.T., and it's pro- possibly like an impossible game, and it was so bad, like there was no point or goals in the game. Do you remember that? I yeah, I don't. I've never played it or actually seen it in person, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's like no, there's no end goal. Right, but twist in the actually end goal of the game, you find Elvis Presley still alive. That's that E.T. finds <laughs> Elvis Presley. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That you know what? <laughs> That's what I thought. If 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 I was in that uh, in that industry of you know like video game design, that would be so funny to slip little things like that in here and there. And also, yeah, you know, just... <laughs> maybe make the final like the very end of the game so impossibly difficult that maybe only like a handful of people ever find it. Right. So, oh, oh man, my gosh. that would be great. I love it. That would be great. I know. <laughs> I love it. God, that's good. So that is all about Elvis Presley, how he's still alive. But the verdict is all up to you. I would, I would we hope that our tell listeners, you to believe it. I would hope our listeners are smart enough to uh, see through all that. We will never tell you what to believe. We only, we only give you the, we only give you the facts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we we won't tell you what to believe, but you know, Elvis is dead, so. Right, right. (laughs) We're we're not biased here on Young Nostalgia. Never, never. Strictly professional. Yes. (laughs) We'll we'll be right back and we'll be talking about how Finland is off the map. Finland has been pushed off the flat earth and it is floating in limbo. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Coming full circle, my friend. and we're back from the break thank you so much for sticking with us on seinfeld the the best late 80s early 90s (laughs) sitcom you have ever heard i love it i love our i love our sitcom music it cracks me up (laughs) (laughs) finland does actually not exist so check this out Uh, Based on the conspiracy theory, back in the Cold War area, Japan and Soviet Union supposedly shared a secret about a stretch of the Baltic Sea between the Soviet Union and Sweden. Around the mid-20th century, the two nations collectively spread the idea that there was a landmass known as Finland on the stretch of ocean to keep the good fishing between themselves. So with this uh, (laughs) large spread... Uh, news: The Japanese were free to fish as much as they were like, as much as they liked. Um, there wasn't worrying about international laws through the fishing, so long as they give a share to Russia. I feel like none of that made sense to me, but I said it. <laughs> no, it, it was basically it was basically an idea that uh, these two countries came together and they're like, "Hey, you know, we've got a good thing going right here. This fishing, we need to make sure that no one moves in on our turf." So. Let's make let's okay. fabricate this landmass, you know, so that people won't know that this body of water is open to fish, and you know we can keep it all to ourselves. That's basically the premise behind it. Okay, all right, I'm with you. Which is just insane. <laughs> it is. It is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel as like an, there's a lot as of insane. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. No, No, I was going to go to the next. I was just going to comment on that real quick. Like, you know, there's of all things to have conspiracy theories about. There's uh, the Anunnaki reptile people. There's uh, there's the New World Order stuff. There's the fake moon landing stuff. All all of them have like a fairly large. uh, I don't want to say I don't necessarily want to say agenda to them, but they're designed to explain some sort of, uh, you know, something that doesn't add up in real life, whether it's to explain the reasoning behind something else or like they've got a they've got a big end goal to them. This one just revolves around like keeping a good fishing spot open. (laughs) Right. <laughs> I mean, I understand that's a large market, but still, it just seems like it, you know, that wouldn't be big enough to warrant, you know, totally fabricating a uh, a landmass. Yeah, sometimes I put bass in the tub and fish and nobody knows about it until now. So <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Your secret's safe with me. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. As insane as it sounds, conspiracy theorists have come up with a significant amount of evidence to actually back this up. Finland isn't a popular country that many people visit, so not many people can say that they have actually seen it for themselves. They just kind of accept it for what it is. What what a ridiculous, like, main bullet point to a conspiracy theory. Right. Like, obviously, the person that wrote this evidence has never been to Finland either. Right. Well, how could you? It doesn't exist. Duh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You got me. Crap, I kind of went right into that one, didn't I? Uh, all right, they claim uh, that that go- going along with this, the the Trans Siberian. Wow. <clears throat> they claim that the Trans Siberian. <laughs> new podcast, but the same the same mess ups. Yeah. Uh, new format, same crap. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> they claim that the Trans-Siberian Railway was built to transport the catch from the Baltic Sea to Japan under the guise of Nokia hardware, uh, which explains why Japan is the biggest importer of Nokia products, despite the fact that few people in the country actually use them. The Nokia products? Yeah. Am I Gosh. saying it wrong? Nokia? Nokia? No. No, 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 no. Th- <laughs> I this just kind of went along with... No, I wasn't. No, I, I trust you. No Better matter not what, be. whatever you say, whatever you say is correct. No, it's just kind of weird because, you know, I I just feel like Nokia is just nothing in the name of technology. Well, yeah, I mean, they think they used to be. I think they're more. I could be one hundred percent wrong, but I think they're more in the hardware and components market right now. Not necessarily pushing uh, full like like, like phones. Yeah, I think they I think they do still make phones more common overseas. Okay. But I think their their market is more on the component level, not the end device level. Okay. I think. And I think well, that's where they're getting at with know, this. But it doesn't matter. They're not actually shipping them anyway, so Right, right. I mean, like, you know what's so weird is that how many tech companies out there are so small or names that we don't even know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Nokia is the one that they latch onto. Right. Well, we just, you just don't see Nokia around very much. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because, you know, everybody knows that the Nokia stuff is indestructible. So why on earth would you have to be buying all of this stuff all the time? It never goes bad. True. Right. <laughs> Oh boy, I decided to leave the stinking windows open here and now there's 
there was no noises at all earlier, and now there's all kinds of stuff going on in the background. So apologies for that. No, I can't even hear it. Oh, well, that's good. I'm sure the listeners can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, but our mics are just that good. Yeah. I don't know. There's sirens going on. Someone's probably getting murdered outside. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Just yell at the window to keep it down. <laughs> Trying to podcast in here. Yeah, right. <laughs> can uh, you just wait at least 10 minutes? Yeah. Can you just stop stabbing that guy for a minute? Just hold on. <laughs> Um, another claim is that social democrats are using Finland as an idealized model for how a liberal social democracy should be. Even the name Finland proves, in theory, uh, they claim as it comes from the word comes from the fin of a fish. Um, which you know, as many problems as this has in general, uh, but you know, they're also ignoring the fact <laughs> that in Finnish the country is called uh, Sumi. Which does, you know, has nothing to do with, you know, what we in English we call it as Finland. Right. <laughs> so that's just oh wrong on multiple counts. <laughs> I honestly, I have nothing. I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Th- this, this, this whole theory is so ridiculous that it's. I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, all right, you know, we talked about we talked about the reasons behind this conspiracy and the reasons to to come up with a fake landmass. But what about the five and a half million Finnish people themselves and the thousands who emigrate or visit Finland? Because that's that's kind of a big deal in a conspiracy theory, like uh, right. I, I, I like that. This this is this is the point to wrap up this entire theory. Like this is amazing. Right. This is perfect. The theorists claim that the Finnish people, while believing they actually live in Finland, are actually residing <laughs> in small towns throughout Sweden, Estonia, Russia, um, all in remote forested areas. Oh my gosh! I don't even know where to start. Okay, so if you want to go see, like, <laughs> what? Like okay, so so if they know somebody and they're like, "Hey, I want to move to the other side of Finland," do they not know that they drive through all of these other European countries just to get there? Right. Like, oh, I've never like oh like what? <laughs> Excuse me. Well, think about it this way too. Not you know, totally discounting all of the people who visit there and live there. What about uh, what about the airline pilots that fly there on a daily basis? Right. Uh, what about uh, satellite <laughs> imaging that obviously shows there's a landmass there because you're gonna, you know, Photoshop all of those photos. You know, I I love this. I just it's, absolutely it's love just this. So horrible. <laughs> it's just not even good. And you know, I'm I'm ragging on this a lot, but I actually know a little bit more background that's not on our show notes on this. Um. This whole idea was more or less a satirical post on Reddit. Um, it was kind of a joke, kind of just making fun of conspiracy stuff. The reason that I found it and decided that it was, you know, great enough to put in the show is because people started believing it. 
<laughs> like there's you can look you can find it in reddit you can look through you can look at the real reddit page there's there's an actual subreddit on this topic right here and uh there's That's it's amazing it's got its fair share of people making fun of it people going along with it just for laughs and people who actually take it seriously and the thing is that it's all based off of one guy i for the life of me i cannot remember his uh name or reddit handle but he just <laughs> he just put it out there just for fun and that's the the whole reason that I that makes this even funnier is that people just <laughs> went with it. Like he just made it up on right. the spot and then people just went with it. <laughs> Gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's just it, it's a real life worldwide Truman show <laughs> of all these people that think they're in Finland. Right. It's like, what are you? <laughs> Jeez. Gosh. Oh, I love it. Ugh. <laughs> This is amazing. This is this is some of the best shows we ever do is conspiracy theories. I know, and we're Again? not like conspiracy guys <laughs> at all, which I mean if you can't tell, I know. but it just makes for the <laughs> right. funniest of shows cuz we can just make fun of it so much. Right. And again, we are not trying to put any ideas on you. It is up to you. Uh and I hope <laughs> I hope you actually book a flight to Finland. And uh, chemtrails will fly over you and indoctrinate you to think that you're already in Finland, but they will still they will still take your money for the airfare. Right. You know we're not you know we're not saying you're wrong, but you know we're not telling you what to think. But if you think Finland doesn't exist, you're dumb. Yeah. So <laughs> we love you. All right. <laughs> Time to round out the show with a couple. With a couple uh, spitfires of a few conspiracy theories that kind of make us shake our head. <laughs> How many transition jazz transitions do you think it'll take for our listeners to get annoyed? Um, which? How many do we have now? Well, this is the third one. So three. All right. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> Any more? They'll get annoyed. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> We uh, having a little technical difficulties there, buddy? Yep. <laughs> it's not playing. <laughs> You're still recording, right? Yeah, I'm still recording. Can we please just leave this? Okay. Because this would be so funny. <laughs> All right, so let's go into the new theory. New Coke. <laughs> A theory that claims the Coca-Cola company company intentionally changed to an inferior formula with the new Coke <laughs> with the intent either to drive up the demand for the original product or permitting the reintroduction of the original with a new formula using cheaper ingredients. Coca-Cola president Donald Cahue rebutted this charge, <laughs> stating, "Did I did I uh, did I mispronounce his name?" Oh, I have no idea how to pronounce it. I I don't know. Cahue, Cahue, <laughs> K- okay, K- right. Kyo, maybe Kyo, Kyo, Kyo rebutted this charge, stating, "The truth is, we're not that dumb and we're not that smart." <laughs> 
Oh no, it paused halfway through. Oh man. All right, bear with God. us, folks, because. Uh... Okay. <laughs> God, it was going so well. <laughs> that's fan- That's the only. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you could make that long stretch of silence even better is to have it just start playing randomly. <laughs> uh. All right, new Coke. New Coke. I don't know. Like, this is... I feel like his, you know, the quote, like, the truth is we're not that dumb and we're not that smart. Like, this whole idea, it's actually genius. Whether they did it or not. It is. It is. I agree. Complete. It's almost just like people get addicted to how Coke used to be, and they change it, and then now people are just so upset. Yeah, people are like losing their minds because you can't get like the regular Coke again. Right. <laughs> no, I, Maybe there's a conspiracy theory out there that Coke actually like indoctrinates us with their product. I mean, I I would not be surprised in the slightest. It's like a drug. It's so good. <laughs> It is, it's it so is, good. it is very good. <laughs> Coke over Pepsi. Conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories aside, if you're not Coke... Then you're wrong. Then you believe, then you believe the earth is flat, period. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're just, you're just wrong. <clears throat> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's slide into the Denver airport here. Uh... I, I don't know about you, but I've heard the Denver airport being talked about on several occasions on different shows. Um, and I thought we'd just kind of throw this in here at the end as well because it's pretty interesting. Um, some theorists believe that the Denver International Airport stands above an underground city which serves as the headquarters for the New World Order. Uh, theorists cite the airport's unusually large size, its distance from Den- the Denver city center as well as assorted alleged masonic and satanic symbols and a set of murals which depicts with depictions of war and death so do you ever wonder that the people that designed things like let's say that designed denver international they're like oh yeah this will get people talking let's do this just to mess with them (laughs) be like hey bill how's this look this looks like it's really gonna mess with somebody (laughs) you know 20 years from now. <laughs> you know, they're, they're on their way out to their cars after work. They're like, man, you should have seen what I put in that design. <laughs> right, right. Either that or like that's where the idea comes to them. Right. Oh, I got it. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I am... I'm very sure that there is some sort of underground structure underneath, underneath of it because... I don't know, it just seems likely that airports would have some sort of underground thing, whether it be for weather shelters or storage or, you know, internal uh, maintenance workers getting around, that sort of thing. Like, I fully believe I am 100% on board with that. And I believe that might be where some of this is coming from. Somebody seeing something underground or hearing about it and then making assumptions and then it running crazy after that but i think it's a little bit outlandish to think that you know denver of all places is where the new world order is based out of right i mean denver's a huge airport and there's a bunch of traffic that comes in and out so i'm totally with you and how i'm sure there's something underneath where in case something happened government officials could be there mm-hmm. you know who knows but there is something in omaha actually in the omaha airport where 
uh, during 9-11, Bush was actually flown to Omaha mm-hmm. because it was middle of the country. Um, and there's also like bunkers and safe houses there underneath the ground. So, yeah, well, I, I you know, the, I have this thing could also be in Omaha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe Let's it is. start that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I have heard that about Denver as well. I don't have necessarily any factual evidence that that's actually the case, but I, I have heard that Denver does have um, at least some sort of precision, pre, provisions for bunkers, for uh, diplomats or important people, you know, in the event of whether it's a nas- natural disaster or an attack or anything like that. Um, right. But that's kind of where I was going to go into next. Um, just a, another quick uh, bullet point on it is that, you know, that that's fine that it has some sort of provisions to keep uh, important people safe in an emergency. Um, but it goes a step farther saying, you know, that that's also where we're housing uh, uh, other basically other. Other parts of other conspiracy theories, like there's talks about, you know, just aliens there, uh, UFO activity, uh, the Anunnaki reptile people. That's huge. Supposedly, they they have like an underground city there. Um, yes. So it, I, I don't necessarily understand why, but the Denver airport, pretty much you name it, and you'll be able to find something on the Internet about uh, talking about how you know, it's housed there or they live there. I'm using it and they as pretty much any other conspiracy <laughs> theory. Like you think of one and it's somehow tied to the Denver airport. Oh my gosh. I know how this podcast is going to end. Tune in next week when Nolan and Ben go on an expedition underground of the Denver international <laughs> airport and they locate Elvis Presley. Yes, we got to bring it full circle on that. That's that <laughs> yes. is where Elvis Presley is living. Yes, we're gonna go there and we're gonna live stream. We're gonna live stream next week's show with Elvis Presley. So stay tuned. God. Oh my gosh, yes, Elvis Presley isn't dead. He just went home <laughs> to Denver International Airport. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Well, that is episode 63 of Young Nostalgia Conspiracy Theories, uh, round three, actually. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much, and thank you for sticking with us as we get this new format running. Again, amateur as always, but I hope you enjoy it. As always, you can find us on your favorite favorite podcast app. We're out there on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere that you like to listen to your podcast. Please give us a five-star review and let us know specifically what you enjoy about the show uh, in your review. Let us know what you like, what you want to hear in the future as well. And please give us an email at youngnostalgiapod at gmail.com. We'll be able to Get all of your questions answered there, as well as a brand new feature on our new host site, Anchor. There is a link down in the show notes where you can actually send us a voice message that we can play uh, on the air and then answer your question as well. So you can even be featured in a future episode and we'll answer your question on the spot. So let us know what you think and hopefully all of this transition through Anchor into uh, all of our podcast hosts is just fine. We, you know, Anything else, big guy? No, I was just going to say, like, I, I, I can't encourage listeners anymore uh, to, you know, send us send us voice messages. I'm really excited about that feature. Right. I'm totally with you. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, here on Young Nostalgia. Keep the bottles empty and the ashtrays full. We'll talk to you next week.